Responsible NSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, why do you Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good cold Wednesday to you, and yes, another installment of the McFarland Show live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Darren and Justin here with you. DJ Damon Keen alongside for the ride as well. Steve Lehman set to join us in about 10 minutes. We'll break down some stuff with him. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff going on. It Plenty. Is, it is that type of season. Whenever you get to the end of the season, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Starts getting out there. Yep. Stuff. Yeah. Starts swirling. Oh, yeah. And then you can choose to believe what stuff oh, yeah. you you like yep. and agree with and what stuff you don't like and don't agree with. Yep. And what's going to be great for me, and good afternoon, Darren. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. What's going to be great for me is this time around is, uh, is, is keeping score about who's saying what. Uh, and and I'm gonna do it. And Darren's smirking, and because because Darren knows that you know I I'm the scorekeeper, okay. And I, and I don't mind digging through your archives, okay. So if you if you're making bold statements about what you think is going to happen or what you're hearing from your sources, okay, that's cool. Just don't delete those tweets. Keep those tweets up, because I because I, I love going back and taking a look at the other things that you predicted that you heard from your sources. To see if those things actually came to fruition, so that's fine. I, you know, say it with your full chest and uh, make sure you keep those up. So, with that being said, nice segue, great job. It's like you've been doing radio, my friend. Good job. Uh, I got a text this morning, Justin. Mm-hmm. Before I passed it along to you and said, I, I think we need to address it. Yeah, some way, somehow. Yeah. Got a buddy that sent this. Said, "What do you think of this?" And I said, "Well, I one." He's like, what do you know about this person? I said, I, I don't know nothing, anything about this person other than, you know, what it says on their Twitter account sure. or X account. Which which can be literally whatever they wanted to say. But the good news is I appreciate him telling me about it because it gave me the opportunity to then start digging yes, a little bit. Start little figuring deeper. out a little bit about this person. This person's name is Chad Forbes, and he's at NFL Draft Bites. On Twitter, he's got over twenty one thousand followers. Sure, and I talked to a couple of people, and they said, you know, he's a guy that seems to be very much uh, agent driven. He's okay. a, he talks to a lot of agents. Okay, he's very prominent around draft time and draft day. Okay, um, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, sure. Um, sure, sure so sure. obviously, very much involved in the NFL, but more on the draft side of things, but then is willing to dip his toe in there and put stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff he's hearing. And again, yeah, he's look, willing to step out there. I know because I've I've lived that life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And you agents can be great. Oh yeah. But man, you can you, you gotta be you gotta be careful. You have to sift because a lot of times agents have their own agenda. They do just in. They do. And they have their own narrative they are trying to put out in the public sphere. And by the way, they're lied to as well. And they are. Yes. 
And look, it's it's everybody yeah. right, gets lied to. Yes. Okay. At all levels. Yes. Better believe it. So, but it doesn't mean that it's all false, right? Like no, you, no, you, no, no. You get no, no, good no. info and you get bad info. Yes. That's part of it. That is real. So this guy, Chad Forbes, has been tweeting out here uh, about Mike Vrabel and general manager Rand Carthon. Mm-hmm. This is in the last, well, I'm trying to think of the timeline. This is, he was putting this stuff out. Gosh, probably late last Monday night. then or no? No, it was last late, night then. Late last night. All right then. Okay. So let me see. Let me see where to start with. Okay, Vrabel is basically making it known to ownership. Mm-hmm. Pick between me and the GM you hired eleven months ago. Clearly, a lack of shared vision. It was an arranged marriage by Amy Adams Strunk in coordination with the league office. Vrabel wants his guy. And he deserves it. Okay, I'm gonna stop with that tweet. Let me let me just say this. Go ahead, please. Okay, this is for me and you. Yes, sir. We both. I know I can speak for you on this. Okay. We agree with the whole in coordination with the league office. Do we not? There was there was a role without knowing. We're smart enough. Yeah. Right. Because me and you have had on air conversations. We've had a lot more off air conversations. Yeah. I don't think it's any secret that this thing was in coordination with the league. Now, in coordination with the league, I don't want it to be spun as if the league is forcing them to do something because no. that's that's something different. Because that's what sometimes when I read that, that's what it reads. That's what it sounds like, as in the league, you know, dictated it. dictated them to do this. And I don't believe that for a minute. Like, let me give you, let me give you, it may be poorly worded. Like, may, you know, maybe that's not, you're right. Here's the same you didn't example. Say that, but it's just the tone of yes, it. Yes, yes. Here's the same example, in my opinion, because I, I had heard this on draft night, right? Right after draft night. And it's pretty much, I, I know I've talked to enough people, that information was true. It'd be the same way of phrasing when Jeff Fisher was oh, the Michael the, Sam's. Thank you. When yeah. he was the head coach of the LA Rams and they drafted Michael Sam's, the linebacker from Missouri, the gay linebacker who had come yes. out mm-hmm. and you could have worded it like that in coordination. It doesn't mean the league told them. Yes. It was maybe two sides having a conversation. Yeah. Saying, scratch mine. Yeah. And I'll scratch yours. You know, we've got a list of people here, or we're holding a symposium, or yes. you know, we really need to kind of get, get this a, player a over team in here, LA. This team in LA, or you know, whatever, whatever. I mean, because it, wasn't it St. Louis Rams when they drafted him? I'm not sure. I think it was St. Louis at that point. I believe they were in St. Louis. Yeah, though. I believe they I were think in it was Louis. in St. Louis. So, you know, we really are thinking maybe LA. Yeah. We're ready to do this again. Yeah. Hey. This would be a great opportunity to start building yes. that relationship. Yes. That is not anyone forcing anybody no. to do anything. No. Jeff Fisher and the Rams front office could have said, thank you, yes. but no thanks. It is public knowledge, and Rand Carthen has said as much. It is public knowledge that Rand Carthen was introduced to the Tennessee Titans organization at a, let's call it a symposium. Symposium, yeah. Up at in a New symposium, York, right? I thought it was in Tampa, was wherever it, okay, okay. it doesn't, wherever it really doesn't matter. It was matter. a league. Symposium. It was a league symposium where the NFL was making certain people, certain minorities available 
to certain NFL clubs who wanted to come see who was available from a minority pool for possible front office jobs. It happened two years ago or a year ago, whenever it was. At the time, the Titans did not have an opening Mm -hmm. at that particular moment, but that was the moment of introduction. So if you want to say in coordination with the league, fine. But is that in coordination with it? Sure. Okay, you know, is the league is the league trying to do more um, to include minorities within the sport? Uh, well, you hope. yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Have you seen the end zones? Have you seen the, the women coaching? Have you seen mm-hmm. the women in the officiating? It, it's obvious that yeah. the league is making strides towards that end. So I, I don't believe any of that is is a is a secret. Now you know. So we're not saying anybody told – we're saying we're in agreements. We believe there was certainly, hey, a conversation. Yeah. And, again, it can be scratch ours. We'll scratch yours. touch an agreement. Whether it's, hey, if you build that new stadium, we'll give you money. Or, hey, if you build that new stadium, we're going to give you the Super Bowl. Or, hey, we'll do both. (laughs) Yeah. Is is that in coordination with the league? Is that in coordination? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So – Here's the other. So here's the yeah. other tweet. Right. So we can after get that. to Mike yeah. here. Yeah. Fact is, Mike Vrabel has proven himself enough in the. It's just yet he was obviously too long for him to do it in one tweet. Yeah. Because Lord knows we couldn't do a long tweet. Fact is, Mike Vrabel has proven himself enough in the league to dictate the organizational structure. He'd get complete Sean Payton-like control from multiple organizations if available. Contract status is a bit cloudy, but a power play is underway. Mike wants out of Tennessee. Okay. Before we get to Mike Vrabel to respond for himself about this, Mm -hmm. I just want to pause and put a period on this. Hi, my name is Justin. I've been a journalist for 25 years. That tweet that you just read had no attribution whatsoever. It didn't say, according to my sources, it didn't say uh, I've had agents told me, it didn't say I've had owners told me, I have owners told me, conversations I've had with it, nope, nope, none of that. It was just, and when it doesn't have any of that, it just is, I think, Yeah. me, I think, this is what Mike Vrabel was saying. And when it's just you think, then you can take that for what it's called. That's called your opinion. That's called your opinion, not reports. I've heard reports. No, you haven't. You heard someone's opinion. That's what you've heard. Yeah. So. Well said. So, today, Mike Vrabel spoke to the media, and Terry McCormick, no stranger to the show, Mm -hmm. is the question in this clip? Yes. Okay. Terry McCormick will ask the question, and then you'll get Mike Vrabel's response. I guess stuff on social media, reports from outside, that Say, you know, talk about your relationship with Rand, your, uh, you know, perceived unhappiness or whatever here. Do you have to address those types of things with the players? Because most guys, most players are on social media and whatnot today. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I don't because, again, if we believed everything that was on social media, you know, we'd it'd be Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and there's no Tooth Fairy and all that. So, um I, I really um, have never responded to any of those, and we're not going to start now. Uh, I, I I know where we're at as a, as an organization. I'm excited to um, to to build this thing and to fix this thing and and and, and get it uh, to where we want it to be to to win championships with with Rand and Chad and 
a Rob and a coaching staff and, and everybody. I mean, that's, that's what our goal is. So, um, but, but no, the, the social media and, and where that is, and I, I, I can't focus on that. Of course I want to be here. Be here as long as we can win and long as we can, you know, do this thing. And it's, uh, it's been great, but it also has been you know, just, just frustrating this year. Nobody, nobody wants to be where we're at. Um, you know, you feel, you know, for the players, you know, having been in that situation, those guys are out there selling out. And, uh, yeah, you feel for them when you look out there on the field and we're not – you know, we're not winning or it's, it's pretty obvious, but, you know, the one thing that, you know, allows me to, to, to at least sleep at night is, you, you know, when, when the games, you know, we had, we had a clunker in Jacksonville and in Houston and we're out there, you know, fighting, not, not letting them run, run through us, you know, for 40, 50 yards and, and all that. And I know that there, again, there's, there's no moral victories and that's not a moral victory, but it's just, a lot of times in those situations, uh, you can just pack it up and pack it in, and you know. So that's, uh, you know, that was last week. You know, this week we have to be in a different situation. You know, talked about the ability to to put ourselves in that competitive situation. You know, where the game has some flow to it, and um, you know, you make a play, you get a turnover, right? Okay, so we we got the gist of it, and we then did. he's just talking about. You know why? I, I don't honestly, and he's, nobody is nobody cares he's doing, about the he's doing this thing. Nobody cares about the Jacksonville game. Like it's okay. That's great, Mike. That, that, I know you guys got to do what you got to do. Sure. So sure. now he's got to ask, or now he's got to answer the questions, Justin, because there's a lot. By the way, I think Terry McCormick, because I saw him t- tweet out Jason Lockenfora has put something out too. Now Chad Forbes had some of the first. Now Jason Lockenfora, which is what media does, right? They sure. got to go on top of each other. Yeah. So Jason Lockenflora has also put out something about sure, this sure, stuff. Sure. And so I don't know which one Terry was referencing. I know that he tweeted about Jason Lockenflora and his comments about the same stuff that we just discussed here in this first segment. But now Mike's going to have to answer these questions. So there's there's still a lot to sift through. We got a lot of time to sift through it, but we'll come back. We'll get Steve's reaction. Steve Lehman from News Channel 5. We talk to him every week. We'll get his reaction and more. We'll do that next here on The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first $100 
100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren Farlin. A lot of attention. Right. So is there a blue vest coming? The vest has been dormant in appearance uh, sometime in the immediate future. Right. And, and when it comes out, you're going to see some variations. Uh, I mean, I'm excited about the vest. Uh, but it gets a chance in the mid-state area. Go with Darren on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to the... Along on this Wednesday afternoon, it's a cold day. Hope you're staying with the show. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Darren and Justin here with you. And every week, we always have a great conversation with Steve Lehman from News Channel 5, and he now joins us. I, I did. Okay. I did. I was, and I was front and center for Oof. something that's kind of making the rounds today. Yeah. Casey, get tossed, huh? That's a rare thing. Yeah. It's never happened before. First, gets tossed. <laughs> yeah, really something too. Uh, I don't know what it is, but there is some beef between Antonio Petty, who's the official, and Casey. And I, I don't know where it stands from or goes from, but it, he's not been kind to Belmont with the whistle over the years. And there were three or four examples last night, early in the game. Where you just kind of watch it, and granted, I'm calling the game for Belmont, so I've I've got red and blue tinted glasses on, I realize. But I looked back at a couple of them today. There's a clear play that it just rolls off the SIU driver's leg, and he whistles that the ball stays on that end of the floor. There was another mistravel. Just multiple plays that were bad. And then one, this wasn't his fault, but they also nullified a Belmont and one by calling a block and the charge. I've, I've literally never seen that happen before in a game. How can it be both? Hmm. That's what they called. And so Belmont was behind the eight ball early with some of these plays. That's a hockey penalty, 10- Steve. Exactly. That's a so trip a 10- and an embellishment. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. I've never seen it before in basketball. And so Belmont was down, got down eight. Calls were going against them. They have this great run right before half, 10-2. They tie the game. They get a stop. They pound it inside to Malik Dia, who was awesome last night. He spins into this defender, kind of gets mugged going both ways, goes up with it, looks like it's going to be a three-point play on the whistle, and Petty rules no basket and calls a travel, at which point Casey is just like beside himself over the call. But I'm right there, and, and you guys know Casey. He doesn't cuss. He's, he's just he's not that guy. And he was demonstrative, and he said it was a terrible call, and you can't take that basket away from us. But Petty tees him up on the spot, moving closer and closer to him as he does it. And when he gives him the tee, Casey says, and this is right in front of me, he says, bull crap. That's a direct quote. There wasn't anything more than that. Bull crap. That's a terrible call. And before he got to terrible call, he was already ejected with the second second. Yeah, that's weak. I have never seen it happen that quickly before. And to me, that's an official with a vendetta who completely lost control of the game and his emotions in that moment. Yep, no doubt. That's um, yeah, that's weak. That's really weak. Um, we- By the way, a nine-point swing in the game mm. from going up plus three potentially to down six just like that. Mm. Oh, crazy, crazy night. Um, thanks for lending a little insights on that. I was a little surprised at uh, him getting tossed. Now I know why. It makes a whole lot more sense. Um, we, we spent the last segment or the first segment of the show talking about Mike Vrabel in his comments today, the stuff that's out there on social media, Mike Vrabel getting asked that by Terry McCormick and Mike Vrabel addressing the stuff that's out there. You know this is the time of year when stuff starts swirling, and there's been stuff swirling. This is not the first time, and this is kind of where I'm at with this, Steve, and I want to get your take on it. To me, it's like if there's enough smoke there's got to be a fire somewhere because I, I know I lived it at another at another stop and you were fully aware uh, of that stop because you used to join me and come in there and sit with me all the time. You know, the Tom Brady stuff, we talked about it an entire offseason and people got so mad at us and they're like, he's never leaving New England. Stop talking about this worthless subject. It's it's stupid. It's He's not leaving New England and we're like, I, and I was just, I kept saying, yeah, it, there is, there's, something's going on. Like it would not always be something out there. If there wasn't something behind it, I kind of am starting to feel the same way about Vrabel. Like, why is it every time you kind of put a story to bed or a podcast to bed or a column to bed or whatever to bed about Mike Vrabel and new England or here, something else comes out. It's just starting to feel like, Man, there's 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 new smoke every time we turn around. So what do you make of the, the latest round of smoke about his relationship with Rand Carthon and and uh, you know all the stuff that's out there? I agree with you, Darren. I, now I will say that I think there's two things at play here. I think there's a little bit of wishful thinking from some people in New England, and so some of the things and reports I hear from there, I take with a big grain of salt, like. Uh, Mike Lombardi came out the other day and said that he believes Vrabel's contract's done at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. No one's And I've never seen anything that even comes close to to that level of a report on it. I think he even backpedaled him. afterwards, so I think he's uh, okay. already backpedaled. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I, I didn't see that part. But it, I think there's some things coming from the New England side that isn't 
totally privy to the full information here. And so that adds to the confusion of it all. But I'm with you that the amount of storylines about this, I think there probably is something there. I, I don't know fully the relationship of Rand Carthon and Mike Grable. I do think there were some missteps in personnel with building this roster. If you if you take this year as it's like point five of a year into the rebuild, because I think they made some some moves that in their mind could help them compete this year and be better than what they ended up being. And I don't think they worked out by and large. And so now they go into the full rebuild in the off season. I think they're both going to be afforded the opportunity to do that by Amy Adams Strunk if they want to. But the question is the misfires in the off season, mainly in free agency, those types of things. Was that Rand Carthon? Was it Mike Vrabel? Was it a combination of both? How much do they see eye to eye in those things? How did the season go as it went along? I don't think their pickups during the season, guys who came in, were as good as guys that they've identified and found in years past when John Robinson was doing those things. And I wonder a little bit if that's worn on Mike Vrabel some, that he's made this mantra that we can pull guys off the street, we'll get you up to speed and do well. That hasn't worked out as well this year. And is that just because the team around those guys isn't good or maybe the identification of who they brought in wasn't as good? I don't know exactly what it is, but I do think, to your point, when there's that much conversation about it, there probably is some truth that guys aren't seeing completely eye-to-eye with each other within the building. Since going to Green Bay in beating the Packers at Lambeau on November 17th, 2022, Mike Vrabel's record is 5-18. and 18. Mm. How much percentage do you put that on him as his fault? The reason that they're 5-18 and 18 since that, that game? That's a great question and not an easy one to answer. I, know. I don't I don't put much of it on it, honestly, Darren. I I think I think number one, that when they were the record they had last year, they were seven and three and they they clearly looked like the best team in the AFC South. But I don't think anybody left Green Bay, and I certainly did. I thought they're gonna win this division, they're gonna go to the playoffs, but this is not a team that's gonna make a run in the playoffs. They're not a team that's going to go to Philadelphia in a couple weeks or, or Cincinnati at home. Maybe they'll beat them because it's at home and they've got revenge on their mind. But this isn't a team that's probably in the contender status with those teams. And they lost those games. Then Amy Adams Strunk fires John Robinson, and I think it blew everything up. I, I, don't, I think, and I'm not saying it was the wrong move, I just think the timing of it really impacted the way they finished. If you don't fire John Robinson and you just recover – from those two games as bad as they were, I think they figure out a way to win a game against Jacksonville down the stretch. I think they figure out a way to beat the Texans down the stretch. I think they figure out a way to win the division, get to the playoffs, and who knows, Jacksonville won that game at home last year in the playoffs. Maybe they win a game and it's a very, very different feeling. But I think they weren't an elite team to begin with. You have major turmoil when you fire your GM and it sends a message to everybody in the building that you're not good enough. So you've been thinking all year you are good enough, and now you're not, according to the owner. I think that's a factor. The injuries were a factor. And this year, I just think they missed. I think they thought they were still going to be in that very similar place of last year, where it was going to be them and the, the Jaguars fighting it out for the division title in a not very good AFC South. 
and they could begin the process of this rebuild and transitioning quarterbacks and all that while still competing. And it turns out their roster was even worse, and the division got better. And so those other teams stepped up, and the Titans took a big step back. I I think they just misidentified that this year. I think Mike Vrabel does get some blame within that, but where it is, I don't exactly know. And in terms of the entire body of seven straight losses last year, and five and eleven this year, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I just, you know, I, he deserves some blame. I think mostly for this season, but it's hard for me to put those eighteen losses on him. Okay, so here's here's where I'm at with this. I every time I I want to say Mike Vrabel. Look, whether whether I agree with how he handles things is irrelevant. We're talking about can he coach? Can he get this team? To a Super Bowl, can he make this team a contender? Is he the right guy? That type of stuff. Whether I agree with sometimes how he handles things with the media and press conferences is really irrelevant. So I do think he's a good coach, and I've I've wanted to say he's the right guy, even though I don't agree with a lot of things he does. But here's what I keep coming back to because I've I've had a lot I've been thinking about this a lot because I know this is going to be what we talk about this entire offseason, right? It's there's going to be a lot to to take in and digest and and discuss about this team. There's a lot of things that keep happening on Mike Vrabel's watch that confuses me and and it's it's become a pattern. And to me it's not coincidence anymore and it's like if these things keep happening over and over and over again, it can't be just a coincidence, and it's happening on his watch. And I'll try to I'll try to keep this short as possible. One, the injuries, like the injuries, just keep happening. We know record-breaking injuries two years in a row. I know this year was what sixteen guys on IR. I don't know where they ended up being league-wide. You know where they've been the last two years. Lower half of the league. Lower lower yeah, half is not dead last. So it wasn't but... ba- as bad as the previous no, two years, no. but it was still bad. The injuries are still a huge concern. Like they seem to happen more here than anywhere else. And that leads me to kind of springboarding into, you know, players don't always leave here and go into the abyss. We've seen too many examples now where they're leaving here and they're doing just fine elsewhere. You know, like Josh Reynolds wasn't happy here. Why? He's gone to Detroit and he's been just fine in Detroit and productive. Khalif Raymond has been productive in Detroit. David Long, we already know what Mike Rabel thought about David Long, and he went and signed a pretty cheap deal in Miami, and he leads them in tackles, and he's played all year. Like, why is that happening when he couldn't get on the field? He couldn't stay healthy here. Like, these are all things, and I keep going on. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible. There's things like this that keep happening on Mike Vrabel's watch, and I don't think I can ignore it and say, ah, it's just a coincidence. I agree with you on the injury front, and I think that's been apparent before this season. I don't think this season has been as bad, but is that dumb luck after two bad years, or is that something that they actually changed and and did better on? That was one of the things Rand Carthon was supposed to do when he came in, is look at kind of what they're doing and see if he thinks that they need to tweak things. Now, whether he has the power to do that over Mike Vrabel, that could be a another conversation. I do think there's some differences between some of the guys you mentioned. Josh Reynolds wasn't happy from like day one. Mm. And I think it's simply because they wanted him to block and he's averse to doing that. 
So I put him in a totally different category than some of the other guys you mentioned. I think they would have liked to have kept Khalif Raymond potentially, but he's a guy that was kind of burgeoning and, and stepping up in his career, and he moved on to a place where he got a better opportunity. He's been a better player there. David Long is one to absolutely be critical of because he was a guy that the Titans drafted, late-round guy. He wouldn't have cost a ton. When he was on the field, he was incredibly productive here. He had injury problems here. They basically gave up on him because of it, and he goes to Miami, and he plays every game, and he leads them in tackles. That's a miss. However it happened, they missed on that. And signed a cheap deal. What, $4 million a year? That's nothing. they They absolutely could have kept him if they wanted to, and they decided not to because I guess they worried about the injuries and the soft tissue types of things. That's one of those things. It'll be fascinating to me what happens to Christian Fulton on the same regard. He has not been able to stay healthy here. He hasn't been able to be productive here. But he's a guy with talent. And if he goes on somewhere next year, because I can't imagine he's back, and all of a sudden is able to play 17 games and stay on the field and be productive there, that's going to add some more fuel to the fire of what exactly – is going on here with the Titans. I, some of the injury stuff is bad luck. Some of it, I think, at this point, you have to say, is about the program they have or how hard they work or the recovery efforts or, or whatever it is. And they need to take a good, long look at it because the evidence keeps mounting that they're doing something wrong. Steve, the frustration shown by Coach Rabel yesterday where he, uh, uh, I'm using the word he was explicit yesterday, uh, during the press conference. Um, and uh, it's not like we've never heard him, you know, utter such things before we have. Uh, but he did seem to be triggered by the question of why does winning this game uh, matter, you know, so much or, or matter at all. And uh, and we had to hear about him and, and why he felt like winning uh, was so good and losing was so absolutely horrible. Is it Something that was bubbling, did you feel it coming on? Was it like a wave that just kind of coursed through um, the the room there? I'm not sure if you were in the room or not, or you can kind of feel the energy when he's about to do something like that. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Uh, I don't know if yesterday was one that I felt like it was bubbling up. I do think it sends a message. I think part of it may be to his own players that, don't think that this is the final week of the season and we're just going to go through the motions this week and go take on a team that beat us up pretty good in November. We need to prepare. We need to do everything we've done for the first 16 weeks of the season and more because we got to try and win this one. And we got to go out there and play because losing does suck. And I think that's his message. You're tired of it. <laughs> and, and you've got to go out there and you've got to, you've got to try to win a football game against a division opponent. You could potentially ruin their season like they ruined yours last year. There's some motivation on the line there. And, guys, I think this is a point that we, we sometimes miss from the outside. We're always evaluating big picture in the media and as fans about the small picture of week-to-week games. That's just the nature of the NFL, that every Sunday you get a result, and then on Monday and Tuesday you're taking that result in and you're trying to extrapolate it out to what it means for this season and probably even beyond. And it certainly goes to beyond when you're talking about a team that's not in the playoffs, eliminated at 5-11. and 11. The problem for them within the building is there's not enough hours in the day to prepare for a game next weekend and do that. And so they have to come back this week and get set for the Jaguars. And are they having internal conversations about this guy or that guy on the roster? 
Probably. I bet some of that's going on. But in terms of their preparation this week, they're not thinking about training camp next year or what the roster needs to look like. They're trying to find 48 guys that they can put jerseys on on Sunday and go out and try and compete in a football game. And so I, I do think there's a level when that's the case that you're so focused on that and then you put in all the work with those 48 guys to try to compete that when you lose on Sunday, even if it's 5-12 and 12 at this point of the year and you're going golfing in two days to start your vacation of the offseason, that hurts. And I think that was the point that Mike Vrabel was trying to make yesterday. And I think it was in part a message to his team as much as it was to the outside world. But I think the full evaluation of what happened and moving on to further questions about the future comes next week. And I think we'll see how, Mike, how candid Mike Vrabel will be then. But I, I believe him when he says that he's fully focused on trying to win this week right now over these next 72 to 96 hours. Steve, I have another question here that we don't have time to nearly begin to talk about, but I'm going to try to put it out there anyway here, and that is these rumors about Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel being unhappy with, with each other. And listen, everybody here in this room and under the sound of my voice, if you've followed this team for a decade or longer, you've seen this movie before. We've not seen this movie where the GM and the head coach don't get along within a year. Like, based on what? Based on what draft move, off-season move, roster move, something. By the time it got to the head between Floyd Reese and Jeff Fisher, there was tons of receipts going on there. By the time we got to the point with even John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, there were receipts that we can pull out and moments we can point to. What in the world could anybody with any kind of credibility point to between Rand Carthen and Mike Vrabel that would make anybody think they've got some kind of beef going on that we, the local media here in Nashville, just haven't witnessed at all? Yeah, I agree with a lot of that, Justin. I will say that, to Darren's point earlier, I think it's a level of when there's that much smoke, there's usually some fire that comes with it. And so while we may not know exactly what a tipping point was or what a contention point was, I think it's reasonable to think if there's that much smoke that there may be something there. I've heard some things that they've butted heads on various personnel type of things and kind of the operation of what's going on i don't have any specifics on what that may be so that's about all i feel comfortable in saying but i I do wonder a little bit just how they've related when it comes to the draft process last spring when it comes to what they did in free agency when it came again to player acquisition within the season which the titans have historically been very good at and i don't think they were as good this year during the course of the season. Does all that add up? Is it as big as a deal of people are making of it? I don't know. The other question I have is, was Rand Carthon Mike Vrabel's guy? So I think Mike Vrabel got a big chunk of power when that GM move happened last year, when John Robinson left the building, and then Mike Vrabel essentially got all the power in the short term, and then the new GM came in. And I think we all believe that Mike Vrabel is kind of the final yes man on a lot of those types of things. But did he, was he the final yes man on hiring the GM? Or did Amy Adams Strunk hire the GM and say, you know, Mike, you've got the deciding vote here, 
in certain things with personnel. You know, you get final say of approval, but this is your GM. And did that somehow rub Mike wrong? And then, and then you have the question, is it, is it not just a Rank Harthon thing, but does that make Mike Vrabel then wonder about the situation in totality here in Tennessee? Again, I don't know anything about that, but when there is so much speculation and so much talk about this, I do think we have to examine what the relationship looks like, how well it worked this season and last off season, and then maybe what the ramifications are of that. I think we'll get a lot more told to us and explained to us starting next week and into the offseason, but it's going to be a question that everybody asks until there is some level of resolution to what all these rumors are about. Good stuff as always, Steve. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, it's kind of fiery today. It's good. Like, I, I feel like we're going to get more of those coming th- up here in the next few weeks. I was going to say, this is probably a prelude of things to come. Yeah. I agree. All right, man. Thanks. All right. See you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. Good stuff, as always, from him. Wide open the rest of the hour, 615-844-5600. If you want to get involved as you listen to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. This afternoon, we'll have a mostly cloudy sky, high 46 degrees, partly cloudy tonight, low 26. Thursday, sunny, high 46. Friday, partly sunny, high 52. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Raptors in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies tonight. They'll tip at 7 o'clock. Eric Hasseltine will be on the call. You can hear that game right here on WNSR. Darren and Justin here with you. DJ Damon is alongside 615-844-5600. This is the tone of where, where all this is right now. It's, uh, and, and this is, I think what bothers me, and I know we've talked about this, it doesn't really bother me, but I'm just bringing it to light. Like just why everything, both of us have been here a long time mm-hmm. and we know that most of the stories always came out of local. Everything that For came out time. of here yeah. was locally. For a long time. And now the only thing that typically ever comes out is national. National. Yeah. That's the only way you can get Titans information. It's Typically. National. And it's that way, again, across the rest of the league. It's not like anyone else is beating the doors down and busting things locally. That's not true. The NFL news comes from four or five people, and that's just the way it's constructed right now. It's the way the league keeps the tight lid on things. Now, things don't get out until they want it to get out. And it's just the, is the it way just it is. just because we don't have I mean, we do, but we don't. Like, I'm trying to be careful here. Like, sure. we don't have the traditional beat writers that we well, used to have. That were, I mean, they were entrenched. I, I don't in your local team. I don't. Th- I, I think that's part of it. I think the other part of it is just better c- overall control and operation of, of of what you got. You know, as far as the the league and messages is concerned, I think the league has become much better at controlling their message. And putting a lid on things and tying up loose ends that you used to be able to get, um, and you know, I, I think that's that's part of it as well. I think also the league has become more aggressive, finding the people who are who are leaking things and, and and knowing where certain things are coming from, and either co-signing on those things or or not co-signing on those things. Um, one of the great things that that Jim Wyatt did when he was here. Um, and he still is here. What am I saying? He's still here. He's just covering the team with the Titans now. Is uh, He would just go straight to the owner. And there is no leak when you go to the owner. It's just the owner telling you things. And he had enough wisdom to get to Bud Adams at key times where Bud Adams was just going to say what he thought. And when when it's coming directly from the owner of the team, 
you know, that kind of trumps any kind of, you know, I heard this down the line and I heard this and I heard that. Now, when the owner says VY is my guy directly to you, that's a pretty good indication no matter what junior scout is telling you what we think that Vince Young is going to be the pick. Yeah, but uh, we have owners that talk today. I mean, it's not like owners don't talk. I mean, what, what what's changed? I mean, they talk, but they, now they talk, you know, when they, okay, they talk, but talk to who? They talk. Jerry Jones talks to the media every week. Jerry Jones, and that come on now. You know Jerry Jones is an that outlier. Lunatic you, up in you, Indianapolis. You know talks Jerry, I was all just getting time. to him. I was like, wait a minute. You know Jerry Jones, Jim Ursay, and you know maybe a couple of other guys are outliners. David well, Tepper's talking to fans every Sunday. Well, he's talking to fans, not media, and he's doing more than just talking. If he was just talking, they wouldn't have a problem. He's throwing water he's bottles. Throwing stuff. <laughs> When's the last time we heard from Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles? Does he, does he talk every week? Have we heard know. from him? Don't know. You know who's the owner of the Saints right now? We've we been hearing from them. Have they been talking to people? We heard the owner of the Bucks. Are they coming out talking about the big? No, no, we don't hear from the majority of these folks. We just don't. They they sit behind wherever they sit behind. We may hear from them at the end of the year or what. I, I just think it's really just the change in the media. It's I mean, you know, yeah. it's unfortunate, but you know, it's just where that's where we are. Um, don't forget also, I think we hire, you know, nothing against them. I, everybody deserves sure. it, but there's a lot of, you know, everything's skewed young. Yeah. And a lot so of transit. And, you a lot remember, of there were a lot of veteran oh, yeah. reporters here and I get it. They were younger. They're more veteran today. Well, than, there was also then, more of them, but there was, you know, there's, that's right. That's what I'm getting at. There was, there was, there was three to four. Absolutely. Beat writers. That's what I'm saying. Not one. The media has changed. Yeah. Like there was a lot more people covering the team yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. Not just here, but every market. Yeah. Each publication or station or whatever, each media organization would have multiple people covering the team, not just one person per organization, which is kind of what it's turned into. Yeah. And so I just think it's really about the lack of media really today right. that, that's that, changed. That's part of it. That's changed a lot. It's a big but, part of it. But either way, all right, we'll take our final break, come back, wrap up the first hour next. And now, Childress Collision Center is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Childress Collision Center. Family-owned and operated, Childress Collision Center is backed by a century of combined experience. From a scratch or a dent to a full collision repair, trust Childress Collision Center. Stop on by 1108 8th Avenue South in Nashville or call 615-266-4441. 615-266-4441. That's Childress Collision Center. They're people who care. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at HighSchoolOfficials.com. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. John Morant, first game back after the 25 games, 34 points, 8 assists, and he hits the game winner at a walk-off. Welcome so, back. Hello there. Yeah. Uh, happy for the Grizzlies, happy for the city of Memphis. Good to have him back. Let's keep him there. Stay healthy, ball out, keep your nose clean, be the superstar that we know you can be. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. Apparently, Tyreek Hill's house is on fire. Yeah, down there in uh, in Southern Florida, firefighters uh, at the house uh, got there less than an hour ago. Uh, according to ESPN, uh, the house is located in a place called Southwest Ranches, Florida. Uh, it's a 9,000-plus square foot house <laughs> that caught fire. Uh, everybody is uh, out of the house, apparently. And uh, and doing okay. So uh, Tyreek Hill left practice to head home uh, to deal with it. But uh, everybody's um, everybody's okay. Mm. Wow, crazy! Nine thousand square foot home. Yeah, I don't know why you need one that big. That's that's, that's pretty big. That's big. That's really big. I mean, that's you. That's big. Where you get lost. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go to the West Wing and just chill out. Yeah, you need breadcrumbs or. Intercom system, right? Or right. Yeah. I'll call you. I'll call you. Yeah. To get so you can guide me out of there, <laughs> out of here, because I don't know where I am. Right. Like lost in a museum or that's something. Big. Nine thousand square feet. Like what do you need with nine thousand square feet? That's that's pretty. That's Just really big. Called if you, if you can do it, then I guess she's gonna I, do it. I, I, I've never been to Southwest Ranches, Florida, but now if I ever get back down to Southern Florida, I, I want to go just drive past. This place, sure, it has a nice price tag. Yeah, sure. In there's South a, Florida. Sure, it's probably gated as well. So I'm probably, probably, yeah. Just drive past the gate. Maybe it's on the island. Oh, 
You know what I'm talking about? I do. And I can't think of the name of that. I've actually done the tour. Okay. The tour where they take you around a boat and they point out uh, celebrity homes uh, yeah, well. on the island. Okay. Like that island yeah. has its own police department, yeah. its own fire department. Like every, It's like its own community. Yes. No, that makes sense. Like back in the day, I know Madonna lived there, you know, like biggest, sure. the biggest names out there. Sure, sure. No, that makes sense. That island. That that island. Yeah. I don't Jeez. know if that's I don't know if that's where Tyreek Hill is, but it's I'm looking at the aerial shots. It's it's big. We're gonna have our final top ten of the regular season. Sad. It's hard to believe we've gotten to week eighteen already. There we are. We'll have our final top ten. And put that out there and discuss. Uh, it's going to be interesting how this week plays out. Really interesting. A lot of important players already being told, he ain't playing. <laughs> You're not playing. We don't have anything to play for. You're not playing. All right, that's going to do it for this first hour. We'll come back. Our final installment of our NFL Top 10 is coming up next here on the McFarland Show. AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. Five people dead after Japan Airlines jet and Coast Guard plane collided at a Tokyo airport. Both planes burst into flames. Everyone on the airliner survived and evacuated safely. Six people, including a senior Hamas leader, taken out in Beirut. There's been no claim of responsibility, but Hamas, uh, as well as uh, Lebanese media and some other outlets and organizations are saying that the Israelis uh, have carried out a drone strike um, on those uh, the people there. In Rochester, New York, police say three people are dead, others injured after a rendered SUV full of gas canisters struck a smaller SUV and burst into flames. The dead driver of the rental, Michael Avery, is suspected of doing it intentionally. The embattled president of Harvard University is stepping down from her post. Claudine Gay had been under pressure from prominent alumni and congressional Republicans to resign after her pan testimony on Capitol Hill. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. 
Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Go me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show, live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Grizzlies tonight hosting the Raptors. They'll tip at 7 o'clock. You'll hear that right here on these airwaves. Darren and Justin here with you. And um, a lot of things to get to. Mm-hmm. By the way, you can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Nice shout-out victory for the Prads last night. Yes. Over the Blackhawks. It's Renew. always fun seeing the Blackhawks lose. Absolutely. Well, they haven't. Well, then you've enjoyed the season so far. Yeah, they're not very good. It hasn't been good for them. They're not very good. Uh, Calgary comes to town uh, tomorrow night at Bridgetown, seven mm-hmm. o'clock. Preds are now twenty-one, sixteen, and one. Nice on the year. Keep in mind, there are no. There's no Thursday night game in the final week. Two Saturday games. Okay. This week in the NFL, they'll kick at three thirty. It'll be the Steelers in Baltimore against the Ravens. And the Texans in Indianapolis against the Colts. So two really good games on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll get over all this. I don't know exactly what's at stake for the Steelers. I don't. I know there's a lot of nine and seven teams. They got to win, and they need, and then they need help. One other team to lose. Oh, okay. Either I think it's the Bills or somebody else okay. uh, to lose the game. But it's just one other team. It's not like they need to win and need four other combinations. Four other teams. No, okay. it's just one win for them, and then they need one of the other teams to catch a loss. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Two Saturday games. There'll be no Thursday night game, no Monday night game. They'll end on Sunday night, the typical NBC Sunday night game, mm-hmm. and that'll do it. And they'll get geared up for the playoffs, and that Sunday night game is Buffalo at Miami. Mm-hmm. So there Winning you go. in. All right, DJ Damon, let's get the let's get the music going. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Apparently you weren't you weren't ready for the top ten. I don't hear any drums. <laughs> I don't hear drums, horns, nothing. I just I, just, I can't get waiting for I the sounds of NFL films. Until we get the official We gotta get the drums music. and the sound. Okay, uh, there we uh, go. Uh, uh, there we go. Much better. Much better. Yeah. Deep. 
it's the New Year bugs. They they weren't ready for New Year's. You, you just haven't recovered from your big party. Yeah, that's just, it was like uh, trying to figure out which way it wanted to go. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. We'll get we'll get back in the flow. <laughs> oh man. And then we'll be done. <laughs> yes. Get back in the flow, and then this is the final installment. The last one. All right, here we go. Look, did um, did I think they were going to win? Yes, I did. Did I think they were going to win 56 to 19? The answer is no. I did not. Uh, Baltimore was number one last week for both of us. And obviously, if you win 56 to 19 over the Dolphins, yeah. uh, you're, you're not going to slide. So this just in, let me go on and spoiler alert, the Ravens are number one yet again. They are cooking with gas. Lamar Jackson, five touchdowns in the win and over 300 yards passing. Mm. And right now is the favorite to win the MVP for the second time in his career. John Harbaugh may be one of them, maybe in the underrated category of coaches in the NFL. I can buy that. I don't think he gets talked about enough. No. Not for what he's produced. And he's been there a long, long time. What is it, like 15, 16 years? 16, I think. Yeah. And long here time. he goes. Another 13, 13 and 3 right yeah. now. Then ho-hum. Ho-hum. Number one seed. Ho-hum. Yeah. Home field advantage. So yeah. to get to the Super Bowl in Vegas, you got to go through Baltimore. Yeah. And they've done that a few times before and had some success. Beware the Raven. Well, the year we know that they... Will, Went through the AFC and won it all in 2000. All on the road. Yeah. Started here. Yeah. All on the road. Yeah. So anyway, did they have a home game before here? And then it was all on the road? Or was the whole you know, I don't run on the road? what their wild card game was that year. I don't either. I don't either. But I know they obviously won here, had to go to Oakland. They won there. Yeah. And uh, won the Super Bowl. Okay. Ravens are number one. 56 to 19 of the Dolphins. They're just on fire right now. So we'll see. We'll see if it carries over and it carries over uh, into the playoffs. Number two is San Francisco. Was it pretty? No. Didn't win any style points. It was just like, yeah, okay. You you beat the Commanders. You went to Washington and beat the Commanders. Who hasn't? (laughs) Answer a lot of teams. 12 teams to be exact. Yeah. Because they're 4 and 12. They're, they're bad. Um, they won 27 to 10. Um, you know, the 49ers were number two last week on my list. And I'm not going to do anything but keep them at two. So Baltimore one, San Francisco two. Exactly what I had last week. I had Miami three. And obviously that is uh, going to change. Miami, get out of here. Okay. By the way, Miami. Tough. Well, it, not only in that loss, they lose Bradley Chubb for the year, torn ACL. Mm. So mm. another blow to the Dolphins roster. Mm. They've they've had considerable starters lost yeah. this year. Getting banged up. Starting to really hit them hard. All right. I mean, I, I, I got to do it. I, I can't explain it. I've said this for weeks. Go ahead. I, I sit in amazement. This guy was... On the street, just listening to the McFarland show every day from two to four. Mm-hmm. And then probably going out in his backyard and chipping and putting. On, I'm sure he's got a little putty green, 
little mini golf course he can chip on. And maybe he's even got a, a basketball court. He went out there maybe take some shots. Just hanging out. Just chilling. But Cleveland is on their fourth quarterback this season. That's right. Stefanski's going to win coach of the year. That's right. And he deserves it. He does. I don't know how they're doing it. They lost their star running back at the beginning of the year. So what? And they haven't missed a beat. Nope. They got guys like Jerome Ford Who? running all over the place. Exactly. Don't matter. Their defense is elite, led by Jim Schwartz, who was here the last two years. The Browns just keep winning, and now they're doing it with Joe Flacco, and every week he throws for over 300 yards. I, I can't explain it. I don't know how this is happening, but it's happening. It is. Three more touchdowns for Joe Flacco and 309 yards passing. All of a sudden, Amari Cooper has come to life. Amari Cooper is a great receiver, but Mm -hmm. he's come to life under Joe Flacco. In Joku, we talked about him this week. He's he was highly uh, he was a high draft pick for one. He was. People have been singing his praises for a long time. The guy looks the part. He hasn't exactly played the part, but he's playing the part with Joe Flacco. Mm -hmm. Six catches, 134 yards. Joe knows where to find him. Joe seems to find Njoku. Yeah. The other three quarterbacks couldn't find him. And quarterbacks they've had in the past couldn't find him. Nope. Joe Flacco has. Browns keep winning. They're 11-5. and Golly, they're crazy. And they're they're scary. Like, honestly. They are. They are a team... That you don't, I don't think you want to see in the playoffs in the AFC. Their, their defense, okay, you is, don't. It's rough. So, I got to give them their due, and I, I, I did it last week, and I was in amazement that I had them at number five. That was the highest I'd ever had them this whole entire year. Well, now I've got them at three. The Cleveland Browns are at three. Hmm. All right, Justin. Let me just say this right now. Yeah. Here's the disclaimer. Go ahead. Those three, I feel good about. I really do. Okay. Now, starting at four. It's when he starts getting. It's just, I just sat here and I looked at these teams and I'm like, yeah, you got a wart. I'm sorry. Well, hold on. You got warts. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Who's that back there? Oh, yeah. You got warts. Who's that over there to the right? Oh, yeah. You got warts. Yep. You can't win on the road. You can't beat anybody good. Uh, I don't trust your coach. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So. Here we go. In other words, I don't believe in these teams. I don't know what they are, but somebody's got to be number four. Yep. Somebody's got to be number five. Yep. Somebody's got to be number six. A lot of these teams, they're going the wrong way. This is not the way you want to be playing in December. That's how it happens. Now January. But by default, the Dallas Cowboys are number four. They deserve to lose. They should have lost to Detroit at home. And that would have been their first loss at home this season. They need to win because they need to have as many home playoff games as possible. It seems like the only place where they have a chance. They go on the road, and nobody going to pick the Cowboys. Mm. But again, I have to put somebody at number four. What am I going to do? Put the Eagles? No. (laughs) Put Kansas City? No. I mean, I had Detroit at four last week. I got to bump them a little bit. They lost, even though I don't believe they lost, but they did. So Dallas is number four with an asterisk. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Kansas City, number five. I don't trust them. 
They're not the same Kansas City team, Justin. They're they don't just seem not. to be. They beat Cincinnati. They were down 17-7, to by the way. That was their first win at home in Arrowhead. It was scary. In the month of December. Scary for them. A place they never lose in December. Oh, no. Never. Been very solid under the Patrick Mahomes era. That was their first win. Yeah. In December at Arrowhead. Yeah. And by the way, they've had, they've had a lot of home games in December this year they for have, whatever reason. Yeah. They they were down 17-7. to They put it together. They came back and they beat Jake Browning and the Bengals. Kansas City still got problems. You know what I watched, Justin? What you watch? Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. You know what he did? What did he do? That game over and over again like he's done all year. Drop the ball? Drop the ball. Okay. Do we think that's going to change in the playoffs? I don't think so. I mean. I mean, he's done it all year. But all of a sudden, what? Playoffs, he's going to get. It's going to look like. Playoffs are magical time. I don't know. Is it? Okay. They're, They're magical times. Well, guess what? I'll need to see it to believe it. Hey. That's what it's about. He's got. He does not have anybody outside of Kelsey. He's got no targets. Kansas City's five. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to beat Detroit up too much. I still think they're really good. That should have been a tremendous win. Detroit would have been number three if they would have actually gotten the win. They should have won, but I have to drop them just a little bit. They lost. They did. So I'm going to put Detroit at six, even though I've told you all year, man, this team is good. I'm going to be very curious if they can erase the past yeah. and actually get on a run. I'll, I, it's going to be interesting. They're mm-hmm. equipped to do it. I'll say that. They're equipped yeah. to do it. Yeah. Now we'll just see, can they Yeah. Do it? Detroit 6. Been telling you they're getting hot. They're scary. Look, it's not like they've turned this corner and now they're a juggernaut. I'm just telling you they're getting right at the right time. And I've been saying this for weeks. And they've been crawling up my list. Buffalo's number seven. Yeah. Again, I don't know. Four in a row. I don't think it's a team you want to see. Even though, again, it's not like crazy. Like They're not going out there and doing Baltimore and just blowing you away. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, mopping everybody. They're winning. They are. And that's the name of the game. They're winning. Yes. You beat New England at home by six. Is that impressive? No. No. Is that anything we went, whoa! It's it, 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 no. a divisional opponent, though. Yeah, but yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, But sure. they won. So They did. Okay. Buffalo, number seven. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I've, I've said it for weeks. There's something weird, something off. How do you explain this loss? You just have to, you have to just say, NFL. <laughs> That's why they have survivor pools. Mm-hmm. That's why gambling's so big. That's why people love fantasy football. That's why people love the sport. Because sometimes, week to week in the league, you just go, how in the world did that happen? And I know they haven't been great. But you're thinking, well, they go going to get right this week. The Arizona Cardinals are coming to town. They're going to get right this week. They can beat them. They're double-digit favorite. Oh, wait a minute. Hmm. They were up, weren't they up like 21 to 6 or 21 uh, to 7? They were they, they were up, up by double digits. They were up, they the were up 21 now. to 6 at the half. Jeez. And lost 35-31 to the Arizona Cardinals. Could not hold on. Philadelphia Eagles got problems. Again, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. But Philadelphia, you're going the wrong way. Philadelphia's number 8. 
Miami's number nine. They're good, but they're pretenders. They don't ever get the big win. They don't ever beat anybody good, and this just in. The playoffs are full of good teams. So I can't trust them. And they're, as I brought up, they're just getting some bad injuries, unfortunately. It's cost them some really important players. And, you know, eventually it gets you. Yeah. Like, you can only sustain so much. And I think, uh, you know, Miami, I don't know. It's not looking good. Miami's number nine. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. Jeez. Yep. Yeah, they took quite the tumble. Yeah. Quite the tumble. Mm. And finally, at number 10, I'd have to go back and look. I've gotten, obviously, every week charted the last time they were in my top 10. It's been okay. a while. It's been a while. But I'm impressed, man. You know, they won the Super Bowl, and then they came back with the splatter season yeah. after the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Where it was just crap. And nobody thought they were going to bounce back this year. And True. by the way, you go out, you just get some guy named Kyron Williams. Who? Oh, well, he just goes for like 100 every week, a couple touchdowns. Uh, what's his name? Naku, whatever his name is. Yeah. Fifth round pick. Yeah. Oh, he does. He's, he's going at what, about 1,500 yards this year. It looks that way. So, what is it? It's, uh, it's, Nakua, let's let's. What's his numbers? Uh, it's ridiculous. He goes for over a hundred every week. He he goes for a lot. He's uh got a hundred and forty seven. No, that was his. That was his stats. I'm sorry. That was his numbers for the game. Uh, this season he's got fourteen hundred forty five yards. Ooh, and one hundred one catches. Now that'll pile up. Hello. Yeah. No one even knew who he was. No. Rams keep winning. Rams another one. I don't think you want to play them. They're nine and seven. They're scrappy. By the way, Matthew Stafford, if no one's been paying attention, mm. has been playing out of his mind. And he got banged up earlier in the year. Yeah. Since coming back, he's been playing out of his mind. I don't think wow. you want the Rams, man. Probably not, but you know, that I will save it. I'll because save it. Yeah. to me, there's only one real team right now in the NFC, and that's San Francisco. Other than that, who knows what you got? It's very iffy. Right? Yeah. It's week to week. So, who knows? Day-to-day, moment-to-moment. L.A. Rams, Justin, number 10. Okay. All right, Baltimore, San Francisco, Cleveland, Dallas, Kansas City, Detroit, Buffalo, Philadelphia, Miami, and the Los Angeles Rams. The other McFarland, his name is Justin. He'll have his top 10 final one of the year next. With 13 locations nationally. Smyrna. Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. 
When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end of season event make sure to enter the promo code quality at checkout to get that extra thirty dollars off your order minimum purchase may apply omaha steaks america's original butcher and now the fine folks at maximum power electric are reminding americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our u.s military please visit uso.org and locate military care packages to see how you could help make a difference today this message is brought to you by maximum power electric for residential or commercial electrical installations or repairs give the pros a call today at 615-840-2426 615-840-2426 that's maximum power electric proudly saluting our troops and veterans they're professionals who care I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. It's been fun all year. Hate that it's last one. Time goes fast. Week 18. Yes. NFL Top 10. I gave you mine. It's time for Justin to give you his. Okay, everybody. Start the music, please. DJ Damon. The horns, the drums, the sounds of NFL films here with us all year long. We appreciate it as always. Let's get to our top 10. Top 10 list for this day. January the 3rd, year of our Lord, 2024. The first uh, time I've uh, brought my top 10 list to you. This is the top 10 teams in the National Football League. According to me, Justin McFarlane, we're going to get started with the obvious obvious place for our top 10 and that is with the Baltimore Ravens. Duh. Uh, They're the number one team in the land right now. Baltimore is uh, untrustworthy. Um, I know as a organization they have won championships. There's no question about it. 
Um, there's questions about whether or not they can continue to make plays in the crucial times that they're going to need to against the teams that are going to make it. The playoffs is where it happens, okay? Great regular seasons are one thing. But the playoffs is where it's going to get crucial and critical. But right now, we're celebrating the regular season. The Ravens are number one. Do I believe they're really the best? It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. But right now, they're the number one team in the land right now. They're putting together all the pieces right this second. Number two, for me, it's going to be those San Francisco 49ers. Yes, they're back on track. Yes, They've been able to uh, get a much-needed W. Yes, it was under uh, you know pretty easy circumstances with the Washington Commanders, who are bad. They're bad. Uh, but they've also been tanking, I think. Um, their organization traded away their best two players on defense earlier in the year, and they haven't won a game since. If that sounds familiar, it's because the Chicago Bears did the exact same thing last year en route to get to the number one pick in the draft. The Commanders have done it this year. They're probably making a coaching change at the end of the year. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? The The 49ers did what they were supposed to do. They went out there and beat them and beat them soundly by 17 points. They're number two on the list. Now, if the playoffs began today, and this is what I love to do, the 49ers and the Ravens are both set to have bye weeks. They're off, which means the road to the playoffs will potentially go through one game in the East Coast, one game in the West Coast. Makes it easy for the networks if it ever gets down to the NFC-AFC uh, championship weekend. Uh, one game will start, you know, earlier than another than the other. It becomes very simple at that point. All right, let's move on to number three because that's where things get interesting. Number three are the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are number three because they have got something going on special in Cleveland. They really do. Uh, Joe Flacco could be the change agent. Again, it is unreal to think, unreal to think that the person who has made his career as a Baltimore Raven would really go full circle, full circle. And you got you to know what you're talking about to understand what I mean by that, to go full circle and go to Cleveland and try to deliver them to Lombardi for the first time in over 60 years. What a st- that is Disney-esque if that can happen. But it's a long way from happening. Cleveland's got to win three football games first. Uh, they could start it uh, for Cleveland as their number three on my list, but in the AFC, they would be the five seed. Cleveland would have to go on the road to take on right now, who is right now the number four seed, and that is Jacksonville. Right now, they're the number four seed. If the playoffs but, began but to Jacksonville is the four seed as the AFC South winner. Yes. So they can't jump them. Is that right? That is correct. No, they, they the Jaguars get, get the home game because they right, won so the division. Saying, so they play, I, I guess what I'm getting at, Cleveland plays Cincinnati in Cincinnati. So it doesn't change anything for them? No. So they can't. That's they why they're cannot, sitting Joe Flacco. So they're good. Okay. So they, they cannot do no, anything. They can't do any better than, okay. than where they are. So they're going to be on the road. They're going to be on the road. They're okay. going to be the five seed. Um, and they've kind of clinched that. And the, who the, the question is, who's going to be the four? Yeah. Is it going to be Jacksonville? Is it going to be Houston? Is it going to be Indy? So who, that's the matchup, the AFC South winner and Cleveland? And Cleveland, yeah. Oh, boy. That's not who you want. And AFC they got to go on the road. Winner. Oh, boy. Yeah, but I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. I'm Cleveland. Yeah. 
So January the, Joe. Well, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, he's something else. He, if people don't realize it, go look at Joe Flacco's success in the but playoffs. But see, this is what's going to get tricky. You're going to get January Joe against the ghost of Cleveland past in January as well. Do they is, have a past in January? Yeah, I think. Well, they do. Do they? And it hasn't been good. It's pretty light. No. Well, <laughs> the times they've been there, it's been you know. We could we could do this in about two or three minutes it's if you been, want. Well, no, we can't. No, we can't because the problem is, Darren. Even though the games, the games are light, what happened in those games have turned into NFL history. Yeah, and, and not for the good reasons for no, Cleveland. Unfortunately, not. So yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot, but uh, it's full, you start it's thinking about it, it's filled like, with heartbreak. Oh, that happened. I mean, filled. What with happened? Yeah. Oh, yep. Cleveland number three on my list for this week. Number four on my list. I'm going to go ahead and hang with them. It's the Miami Dolphins, even though they looked really bad, really bad. I got embarrassed out there against the Baltimore Ravens this weekend. I'm going to stick with them at number four on my list right now. If the playoffs began today, and again, this is today, the Miami Dolphins would host the Indianapolis Colts, Garner Minshew and company. Mm. That sounds like a win. Keep in mind, everyone, the Miami Dolphins have not won a playoff game in 25, 26 years. Seriously, go look it up. They have not won a playoff game in two and a half decades. Every time you think about the Titans having it, the Titans never win it. Go think about that. Think about that for a minute. So the the Dolphins trying to erase some history here. Mm. They're number four on my list, uh, but they got their work cut out for them afterwards, and we'll see what happens and who they actually do host in a few weeks. Number five is the toughest thing for me. They're the toughest nut to crack. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I said earlier, do I believe Baltimore is the best team in the NFL? Uh, well, yeah, it, obviously the, the regular season has shown us that. Am I already envisioning a playoff game where Kansas City has to play Baltimore? And am I... Can I honestly say that the Ravens are going to go out there and beat the Chiefs in a January football game that means something? I, uh, oh, oh, oh! That's 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 a that's, that's that's a heavy lift because of the number fifteen guy over there, and I know he needs receivers to throw to. I understand. I understand that he doesn't have a whole lot going on with him, but he has shown that he is really difficult to deal with in January. Very difficult to deal with in January. So that that's why I'm hedging on the Ravens about whether or not they can actually go do what they need to do. But we'll find out. Kansas City, number five on my list. Kansas City still has a lot of work to do, uh, even before they were to match up with the Ravens if they get that far. Kansas City, if the playoffs began today, they would host the Buffalo Bills. <sighs> Man. So let me, a little trivia. Sure. You know that Travis Kelsey is their leading Everything target, yeah. okay. <laughs> leading, I, I wouldn't. I don't want to say receiver. He's probably he's their leading rusher. Technically, he's a tight end. Who's after Travis Kelsey? Um, I'm gonna say it was the running back Pacheco. Uh, Pacheco. Pacheco. Excuse me. No. No. Nope. But I mean, he does have 44 receptions. Yeah. Uh, so if it's not Pacheco, Pacheco, by the way, is third. So, <laughs> wasn't that far off? So it's a uh, tight end at one, yeah. A running back at three, 
I'm not sure there's the who's their other running back because it's not a no, receiver. It's, it's not. You know, it's a receiver. It is a receiver. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I don't know which I mean? one of the this, receivers. This is why be. we're playing this little game. But you know, listen, it's a rookie receiver. They Rasheed Rice. They don't need Darren, the receiver, to go out there and get nine catches for you know 139 yards and two touchdowns. All they need is for the receiver to make key catches at certain times. That's it. That's all they need. That's all they need. And so I don't know. Now, listen, have they been able to come up with the catches this year? No. But they've lost at least two to three games based on drop passes and fluky things that have happened at the end of the game. I'm just saying, Kansas City's the toughest out in this whole tournament to me because yeah. of because of Patrick Mahomes. I think old Kansas City is. At, we'll that's fi- what I'm, we'll that's find why out. I'm bringing it up because I'm just telling his ta- That's silly, right? Oh, yeah. Like, at, and by the way, the next receiver... It's like 22 catches or 24 catches. No, I get the wart. I see the wart. I see it. That's brutal. I'm just saying January football is different, y'all. It's different. It's not like if if it wasn't different, then, you know, there would be Super Bowls in a a few more places than where we have them. If January football wasn't different, it's different than what you've seen before. All right, let's get to number six. Number six are the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys won the fluky game. Listen, the NFL is about wins and losses. They won. I know the guy reported and the result. Yeah, I understand. They won the game. They won the game. They won the game. They won the game. Um, it doesn't mean they're going to go on to win the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean they're the best team in the NFL. It doesn't really mean anything other than they won that particular game and they're number six on my list. If the playoffs began today, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, let's see, they would host the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Well, I'd favor them because they're at home. That's about it. Boy, that game's got all kinds of if it interesting, was at Lambeau, interesting history Mike, written Mike McCarthy, all into yeah, it. There, yeah. uh, you got some Tom Landry and some, some, uh, some, some of everything in there. Some, some Lombardi in there. Some Mike McCarthy in there. You got a little bit of everything in there. But it would be Packers and Cowboys uh, in an NFC wildcard matchup if the playoffs began today. All right, number seven on my list are those Detroit Lions. Congratulations to them. They are the NFC North champions. We gave them credit last week. They get to the playoffs. I don't know what you're going to get because they got the same kind of playoff history. Actually, no, they don't, actually. They don't have the same kind of playoff history that the Cleveland Browns have. They don't. They have less, less heartache, um, and they don't have the trauma that the Cleveland Browns fans have. They just haven't been. So it's one thing to loved and lost than a never loved of all. You know, the Lions fans just never loved at all. The, The Browns have loved and lost. I mean, that's just the truth of the situation. So, uh, if the playoffs began today, and I'm telling you, of all the matchups, this one, woo, chef's kiss on the matchup, if it happens, it's the uh, Los Angeles Rams taking on the Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford Uh, going to Detroit to take on Jared Goff. The, I'm just the two guys were traded for each other. Drooling. You got Rams oh. and Lions. Yes. Golf. Yes. Against Stafford. Yes. And Cowboys Packers. If those two matchups, if that if that's what the, happens, the networks would be drooling. Man, man. <laughs> Storylines would be endless. It's everywhere for that game. Okay. 
So and and it's better in Detroit. So I'm glad it would be in Detroit. Yeah. So if that's what ends up happening there, Rams at Lions. If that's what holds, they got to play another weekend, and yep. you don't know how things are going to shuffle out. So that that's what's going to happen right now. All right, number seven on my list are the uh, Detroit Lions. Number eight. The Buffalo Bills, as they continue to surge there in the AFC, the Bills have won four games in a row, uh, and they have got a huge game. They can't win the division. The Dolphins have locked that up, uh, but they can still, you know, do pretty well for themselves and secure that sixth seed out there uh, in the uh, in the AFC. What will that sixth game, uh, sixth seed, get them? A trip to Kansas City potentially to take on the Chiefs, uh, but they're number eight on my list, and they've got to win. If they lose, they leave the door open for those sneaky Pittsburgh Steelers and other teams that are out there. Houston is involved in that mix as well. A few other teams who are tied up there at 9-7. and seven. By the way, Pittsburgh is not uh, on my list this week, but I just got to give the shout-out again as Pittsburgh again has another winning season mm-hmm. despite the odds. Mason Rudolph. What in the world? Mike Tomlin does it again? He was left for dead again, and Mike Tomlin somehow again, which is why, Darren, when we do the six-pack of picks, I don't care who the Steelers are playing. I'm picking the Steelers. Why? They win more games than they lose every single year for the last decade and a half. A team like that, you almost just, well, I don't understand. We never understand. It's not logical. It's just following math at this point with them. All right, so the Steelers... Uh, not on my list, but I'm just saying. By the way, if Buffalo goes to KC and that's the first round matchup, yeah, let line, in my opinion, be three points or less. Probably, yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting. Um, let's go to number nine. Number nine, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, if you go out into your driveway and you, you see a wet spot in your driveway or on your street, uh, if you follow that wet spot, I promise you, it'll lead you to Philadelphia. <laughs> And Lincoln Financial Field, uh, home of the Philadelphia Eagles, because they are leaking oil badly. There is oil or transmission fluid or um, whatever else. Pick a fluid. Name what. If it's a fluid in your car that's not not good, uh, that it comes out, that's what the Eagles are leaking right now. Uh, it's not good. They're number nine on my list after being ranked one or two for most of the year for me. But... It's shown they cannot, cannot lock it down, especially on defense. And they've got good defensive players. It doesn't really make any sense, but they can't do it right now. They cannot close out teams. So they're number nine on my list. If the uh, playoffs began today, the Eagles, uh, let's see, would end up taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Eagles will be on the road going to Tampa to take on Baker Mayfield and the Bucs. But the Bucs have not locked up their spot either. So who knows? Number 10, Jacksonville. They're number 10 on my list here. Uh, the Jaguars, as we just mentioned, if the playoffs began today, they would uh, host the Cleveland Browns in a whole pack of trouble uh, coming in. But we'll, we'll see what happens with that. So, top 10, uh, Baltimore, San Francisco, number 2, Cleveland, number 3, Miami, number 4, Kansas City at number 5, Dallas at number 6, Detroit at number 7, Buffalo at number 8, Philly at number 9, the Jaguars at number 10, the worst team in the league for me, Washington, why they've lost seven games in a row, and they're you know they're just yeah we don't spend any time they're on just we there. We we both we're just gonna stick with what we had last week. Or no, you, you had Carolina, had, you had Denver last week. I had so. Denver because of the shenanigans, okay. but you know. So Washington, I'm going care. I'm a Carolina. Sure, they're bad. They're bad too. 
I don't know why they're losing. They don't get the pick. So. True. All right, those are top ten. Final one of the year. Sniffle, sniffle. It's been fun. It uh, next week, what we'll do is we'll we'll have a little fun. We'll we'll kind of recap. We'll we'll look at our first week. Oof. By the way, just see what that looks. Hopes like. were high. Okay, that'll be fun. All right, we're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved, 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM.
Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Our show every day can be watched on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and you can listen anywhere in the world. Yes, you can. Darren and Justin here in the Strike Is Bear Family Fun Center studio. To the phones we go. Eric, what's up? Hey, Darren. Hey, again, this is the first time I'll have the same top ten as last week, and also Darren again. Me and you have the same teams in the top 10. Not the same order, but we have the exact same team. Mm, okay. I've got the Rams at number 10 from last week. They still stay at 10. I've got Kansas City at number 9, still at number 9, Buffalo at number 8. Number 7 was the team that dropped the most as Miami. I got Miami at number 7. I got Philadelphia at number 6. I got Detroit at number 5, Dallas at number 4, Cleveland at number 3, uh, San Francisco at number 2, and Baltimore at number 1. Mm. And you were talking about playoff scenarios, and I saw this on ESPN. For Pittsburgh to get in, if they, if they win, and I believe it's either Buffalo or Jacksonville loses, they'll be in the playoffs. If they lose, then the only way they'll get in the playoffs is Denver then has to win. Then uh, I believe Jacksonville has to lose. And Indianapolis and Houston cannot tie because Pittsburgh would be 9-8. And if Indian and Jacksonville tie, they'd be both 9-7-1. So that's another way. That's the only way they'll get in if they lose. So it's just weird. And we and can't laugh at the tie scenario because remember, it almost mm-hmm. played out. What was that? Was that was that it last was, year or two it, years it, ago? It was the Chargers. And Chargers the Raiders. Raiders, yeah, in Vegas. And the Chargers got stupid, you know, and they wound up, I guess, losing the game. And that's when the Raiders played the Cincinnati playoffs. And another thing you may have heard also about this: uh, the crew that refereed the uh, Dallas Detroit game is going to get the first game Saturday, Pittsburgh or Baltimore. I said, you have got to be kidding me. They should get. I mean, I guess it was prearranged, but I think they should be re- refereeing the Jets and Pitt, I mean, Jets and Patriots game. But I guess you've heard they're refereeing that game. It just makes no sense. And also, I heard today that uh, Lamar Jackson is not. He's sitting. That's uh, correct. Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is sitting. Yep. And so is Joe Flacco. All three mm-hmm. of those quarterbacks are sitting. That's correct. And and another playoff scenario I heard for Buffalo. They were saying Buffalo if they lose. Either Pittsburgh or Jacksonville has to lose. If they both lose, they'll definitely be in the playoffs. It's just whether or not they'll be a six or seven seed. But if they lose, one, I think it's one or the other, or both of them have to lose or something like that. I forget, but they'll know by Sunday night what uh, the status is. Guys, good talk to you. Y'all take care, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it as always. Appreciate it. This last week of the NFL season is always tricky. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Go back and look. I don't have all the games in front of me. I just know from experience and remembering, like you, you get weirdness. Like you oh, yeah. think, you think now. You know, a lot of times it does play out where mm-hmm. all these guys that are sitting, that you know that it's a lopsided game. But Justin, sometimes you're like, like Arizona, Philadelphia. Yeah, and it, that would be a prime example of a game this final week where you're like, what? <laughs> Philadelphia was. Almost a two touchdown favorite. Yeah, and they lost it. Lost at home to Arizona. To Arizona. What? Four win football team. What? But so just I'm just telling you for betting purposes for people out there, be careful. Watch out. Be careful. Final week is weird, 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 weird because it almost feels a little bit like bowls. I was just going to say that. Right? It's the NFL version like of bowl who season. who wants to be there and who doesn't? Yeah. Some guys have already planned vacations. They've already booked their flights. You know, 
And, and and they're thinking about that. They're thinking about Turks and Caicos. They're not thinking about, There's you nothing know. nothing wrong with thinking about Turks and Caicos. No. But you need to do it after the season. Yeah, but some guys are already thinking yes. about that while lined up. Yes, while putting their pads while on. While putting their pads on, yes. And so that's the part you don't know. No, you don't know. And then you there, don't know whose mind is already there. There's also, uh, you know, uh, a guy or two in that room was like, watch this. I'm going to make sure I've secured myself a spot next year. Oh, yeah. Watch what I do. Trying to get game. on film. Yeah. This is their Super Bowl. Watch this. They're going 195%. Yep. We've seen that in the past, too. Sure. Right? Which is always gets tricky. This is why most fantasy leagues, you end it last week, right? You don't do the final week. Is that what they do? Yeah. I don't play a lot of fantasy leagues. Yeah, because over. most, you know, the star players don't play. Yeah. yeah. And then you just start getting all this weirdness of all these players you haven't heard of, yeah. and they just bust out, have big games. You're like, what? Sure. All right, we'll come back. Tony, hang with us. We'll get to you before we close out the Wednesday edition of the McFarland Show next. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift and now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the tennessee lottery the first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is 
the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number. They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. New MTSU football coach Derek Mason. Right now, man, I get the best of both worlds. I get a chance to coach a football team, build a program, do it in a place that I'm somewhat familiar with, and do it with my family. It's important that this area, this community, uh, like really gets a chance to get behind something that it believes in. And I believe MTSU is that program. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Those are facts. Back here on The McFarland Show, 615-844-5600. Grizzlies and Raptors tonight mm. in Memphis, the FedEx Forum. They'll tip at 7 o'clock. You can hear it right here on these airwaves. Let's go to Tony. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, guys. I'll be quick. I know we don't have a lot time on the clock, but uh, I don't know if y'all saw this. And probably didn't if you didn't watch the band performances, which my wife does. We enjoy watching the bands perform and all that stuff. But they had the TV one the challenge you could watch the uh, pregame band festivities, festivities as well as the halftime. In the pregame festivities, the Alabama band did a marching skit to the last play of the Auburn-Alabama game. I saw it. The million-dollar band. I saw it. They, they made stick people like catching the ball. I said, that's too crazy right there. And then I was told from some friends of mine down in Auburn, I don't know how true this is, but Auburn, uh, they were they were trying to sponsor a Michigan watch party down at Auburn well, I can tell you what Auburn did at the uh, Transperfect Music City Bowl because I was there at halftime. They did Metallica songs at wow. halftime. All right, and I was like, "Whoa, wow. okay. okay, there you go." That's pretty good, guys. Are we ready for one or both Harbaugh's to possibly win a championship? Uh, well, I don't know if that's, well, that could happen. That, that that could happen. We've gotten and, been uh, there before a little bit, but okay, yeah, right. yeah. But one was going to lose, Washington, yeah. And if Washington wins, they win the last Pac-12 uh, championship in football. You know how ironic that would be. Yeah. And the last thing we've, uh, I tell you something, I'm sick of. Y'all are sick of it. We're all sick of it. Mm. The five most feared words: previous play is under review. <laughs> it's under review. I am so sick of this replay, guys. They got to fix some of this stuff. It's ridiculous. Some of it is plain and day if he caught the ball, if he didn't catch the ball, if he got the foot down. And if you see it once, we're sitting at home and see it, then it's done. They don't have to keep looking at it eight or nine times. Well, sitting at home, Tony, is a little bit different than watching it with the naked eye. In person. It's a little bit faster. As you know, you played the game. (laughs) Right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Look, they're going to get beat up. They're always going to get beat up. But it's hard, man. It's hard. The job is hard. Oh, yeah. 
It's hard. Oh, yeah. No, it's very and hard. I'm not looking for, you know, I get no, it. No, no. no one's going to give any shoulders to cry on for no, 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 officials. No, 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 no. no. But it but is hard. I'm just telling you, it's hard. It is very hard. It doesn't excuse some of the things that happened, Justin. No. But it is hard. Go, I mean, go to a game and watch it. I, I, you know, back in the day when we were in the press box together. Yeah. Back in the day. Back we, in the and day. And we can start doing that again if you want. Um, yeah. we, but anyway. <laughs> Thought I'd throw that in there just to see. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, um, we would go down. We got to go down on the field a lot. They don't. Yes. They don't do that. I know. You know they don't do and, that and, and for me, that's kind of a thing. Like but, I really like that. But you but, know where I'm going with that, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah. That perspective. Oh. Oh, it just puts everything. It, it just sheds a different light of that game. It is the most memorable part, and, and, and I kid you not, Darren. In the 100, I'm going to call it 100, the 100 games or so that I covered myself there at Nissan Stadium, Adelphia Coliseum, whatever you want to call it over the years. The most memorable game that I remember is the divisional game between the Titans and the Ravens in January, I guess, of uh, of 2001, um, where the, the Ravens came in and they won that football game and everybody remembers Eddie George lying in the turf and all that. But that game was the most physical football game I have ever seen in my life. I can still see it right now in my mind's eye from not just in the press box. No, no, no. On the field is where I remember it. Every play is a train wreck. It's a car wreck. It was absolutely unreal to see with the naked eye scary. at ground level. It's scary. What those men put themselves And by through. the way, we're two big dudes. Oh, man. Man, it's oh, scary. Man. I want no part of it. Jeez. <laughs> by the Jeez. way, real quick, Music City Bowl in person, sitting right there next to the field. I love the new look, man. I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I love it. Okay. All right. We're going to do uh, the field, the surface. Yes. So we'll do it for our turf. show today. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll see you then.